0: Pronunciation Pronunciation group. Pronunciation Pro. Hello again. In this podcast episode, we are going to talk about a common issue that my students come to me and kind of express that, you know, I can understand almost everything that everyone is saying in English. But when I go to speak, I really struggle to express myself. The words don't come as easily as I want them to. And I just, like, my mind goes blank, or I just can't retrieve the vocabulary that I need, and I can't say the things that I want to say. So why can I understand English but can't speak it? Okay, understanding a language and speaking it are two very different things, but that absolutely does not have to hold you back, okay? In this episode, you'll learn why you are struggling to speak up in English and how to get comfortable and more confident with having more of a two-way conversation. So instead of you just staying quiet and listening, we want to make that a two-way conversation where you are adding your voice as well, okay? so. This scenario happens a lot. You've been learning English for a really long time. You've studied it, you've listened to it, you understand almost everything that someone is saying in English, but you know for some reason when you open your mouth to speak, the words won't come. Well, let me help you understand why this is happening and what you can do to change it so that you can feel confident actually using your voice in English. That's really what we want you to do. Okay, communication is powerful. Your voice is powerful. Okay, what you have to say and what insight and perspective that you have, the expertise that you have is so important. But we have to be able to get the skill in place of speaking English so that you can share your voice with others. I like this analogy because I think it helps us understand that difference between understanding and the ability to speak, okay? So think of it in terms of the piano, okay? I use the piano a lot in examples, but let's say you are an expert listener of the piano, okay? You can identify all of the technical details of someone playing the piano. You know all the composers, you know all the styles, You can break down the music theoretically, you know, all of the theory, all of the notes, all the sounds. You can kind of intellectually understand all of it. When someone plays something, you know the crescendo and decrescendo, and you know all of these different elements of piano music, which is wonderful. You know, you are going to go to a concert, a piano concert, And you're going to experience a more full, richer concert than most people because of your expansive understanding of the piano, okay? And how piano music works, you understand that language of music, all right? However, if you haven't actually sat down at a piano and trained your fingers to move along the keys, it will feel very uncomfortable for you, even though you have an expansive understanding of piano music and all that there is to understand about music, okay? Intellectually, you absolutely know it all, but you have not actually sat down and played it with your fingers. It will feel very uncomfortable until you have trained your fingers and your finger muscles to move along the piano keys. Okay, this is the same concept of understanding English and even being able to write English versus actually speaking English. All right, speaking English is an actual motor movement. There are certain movements and placements of the tongue and lips and teeth and just the shape of your mouth. All these things have to be learned and have to be practiced, just like the motor movement of moving your fingers across the piano keys. Okay, until you do those scales, until you kind of get your your fingers used to moving across the piano and in coordination with the notes that are on the page, you are not going to be able to actually play the piano. No matter how many videos you've watched or how much piano music you've listened to, your fingers won't know that movement until it's practiced it over and over and over and over again, okay? English, speaking English is the same way. You can have the book knowledge. You can be able to read in English. You can be able to write in English. But until you have trained your mouth to speak English and you've trained your brain to recall the sounds and the words and the the sentence structure in English, in spoken English, you won't have that actual skill. Okay. Hopefully this is very clear to you because... Just understanding English does not equate to actually speaking it. You have to get the practice speaking it in order to bridge that gap between understanding and speaking. You know, I really do see these as two different skills. Granted, the understanding English is going to make speaking English much easier because the words are actually in your your head. You know what the grammar should be. And so the more that you speak up, the more that you actually get that spoken English practice, the faster your brain will be able to retrieve those words and retrieve that language structure that's already in your head. Okay, you've done half the work. Now it's time to get the other half in place. So the actual movement of speaking up, speaking out loud, talking to people, reading out loud, you know, getting your mouth moving in conversation, retrieving those words, that is a matter of practice. Practice, practice, practice. Getting as many opportunities you can with different speaking partners or even on your own. We talked about that in the last episode is that there are certainly ways for you to practice conversational English, even with yourself, by asking yourself questions, conversational questions, and recording yourself answering those questions. You can have that opportunity to speak and to share your thoughts and ideas, even if you don't have a conversational partner. Okay, So this practice of either speaking up and speaking with other people more and more, and maybe doing it on your own and practicing on your own, that process is like sitting at a piano and just moving your fingers along the notes, along the keys, and practicing those different combinations. That's the same thing that you're doing as you're speaking out loud. So what is the difference between you and a native English speaker? Well, really, it's just a matter of practice. Okay, so when we're really talking about practice, it's they've just had years and years and years of more practice than you have. So you really can't compare yourself to native English speakers. The important thing is to compare yourself with yourself. Okay, Are you better now than you were a year ago? Are you practicing as much as it is required to keep growing in your spoken English? Are you actually getting out and speaking and practicing that on a daily basis or as often as you can, okay? If you do, that improvement will be seen over time, okay? You'll have more words come to you easier and easier and easier, okay? So comparing yourself to yourself, saying, okay, if this was a race in a competition about against myself, am I further along now than I was a year ago? If not, then let's put some more practice time in so that you can be moving along, okay? Even if you increase that by 1%, add one small habit, just like I've been talking about in the last episode. You know, you'll make a lot of mistakes, but that's the path of growth, okay? So ways to practice more, find people that have similar interests, start where you feel the most safe, then slowly build out, okay? Now, that might mean reading out loud on your own, answering conversational questions on your own, but don't stay in that place for very long. All right. At some point, you do have to start building out and saying, okay, I feel most safe with these people. I'm going to practice there. And then you have to keep expanding that out, keep stepping out of that comfort zone so that you can continue to expand who you are speaking with and the level of discomfort that that brings. If you stay in those safe places, then you won't be pushing yourself and growing, okay? Another thing, you have to be fail-resistant, all right? There has to be mistakes. You have to be willing to be like, okay, I'm gonna be embarrassed, I'm gonna fail, and that's okay, okay? Laughing at yourself. That is another great way (laughs) to get into the right mindset of practicing. If you're okay with making mistakes, if you're able to laugh at yourself when you do make those mistakes, keep it fun, keep it loose, keep it interesting for yourself. What are ways that you can speak up and practice more and keep it fun while you do? Okay, so often what's keeping you from speaking up and matching that understanding with the speaking is that fear, okay? The fear of speaking up. The fear of judgment, the fear of making mistakes, wanting it to be perfect before you actually speak up. So often that is the reason that there's a gap between what you can understand and what you can say, because there's a fear of speaking up and putting yourself in that situation. So think of this scenario, you're in a meeting, okay, say this is a work meeting, and majority of the room is native English speakers. And maybe you might be the only non-native English speaker in the room. What I've heard so often from my students is that in that scenario, they've put themselves kind of one down, in a one down position from the native English speakers. So they're not seeing themselves as equals in this situation. They're seeing themselves as less than because they're not as good as the native English speakers. They don't have the communication skills or the English skills to be able to kind of match them in that setting. And so what they do is say, well, I'm not as good at English, so I need to stay quiet and let other people speak. Now, I really want to challenge you in these situations because when you think of yourself as one down, you are not seeing yourself as an equal colleague with them that you don't have maybe the same insight or perspective or you don't have as much value to offer in that scenario and i want you to really rethink that mindset right when you think oh i i don't have as much to offer or i'm not as good that one down position puts you at a disadvantage and is it truth? Well, if you're comparing yourself to native English speakers and saying, okay, well, I'm not as good as them at English, that may be true, okay? But you have to look at it as like, is this the most important factor in this meeting? Is being able to match each other's communication skills? No. So there are other things that you're bringing to the table. There's other things that that are adding value. There's other reasons why, why you're in that room with these native English speakers. Okay, if they only wanted people with the same communication skills and the same level of English, then they would have done that. Whoever, you know, your boss, your whoever is responsible for gathering that group of people. So think of it. Why are you there? Why are you there in that room? What value do you offer that maybe others don't quite have? Okay, what insight, what perspective do you have that can be valuable in this meeting? Even if there's a disparity in the English communication skills, what other things can make up for that, okay? Your insight, your ideas, your perspective, your experience, your way of thinking about things is unique. And you're in that room, you're in that environment because your thoughts are valuable, your insight and perspective is valuable. And so when you hold yourself back and you think yourself less than, you're keeping some very real potential value from the group. So I really want you to think about that and be like, okay, I am an equal in this this environment. Maybe not an equal in my communication skills or English, but I am an equal in that I matter and that I add value and that I belong here in this group of people. Now, there is this concept of kind of imposter syndrome that happens when you kind of level up to uh, an environment where Maybe your skill set or your confidence or your mindset has not matched yet the level that you've been entrusted or the responsibility that you've been given. And I'll talk more about this in other podcast episodes because this is something that has really been coming up recently with our pro community at Pronunciation Pro We've been talking a lot about kind of that feeling of, okay, I'm getting these promotions. I'm getting these higher level positions because I'm speaking up and I'm doing more. But now I feel like I, I'm an imposter here or I don't belong here. And I just want to say that this is a very common experience for just us as humans, <laughs> is that we're all growing and developing and you're going to be put in situations where you're like, oh, I don't feel like that I have all that is required to meet this responsibility. And that's okay, because that's the nature of growth. You grow into that next level. You grow into that next position, okay? You don't feel confident yet, but the more practice and repetition you get with it, the more confident you will feel in that skill set at that level, and then you'll do it again, and again, and again, okay? So let's talk about, you know, right now you have a high level of understanding in English. Your confidence in your English is this high level of understanding. You feel confident in your ability to understand native English speakers in a variety of situations. Where your confidence isn't there yet is in the speaking piece. Okay, so as you step into these situations that are uncomfortable for you, you have to think this isn't comfortable for me yet, but it will be as I continue to practice and put myself in these situations where I can practice. And I'm sure you can go back and you can find evidence of times that you've done this before. Okay, at one point you didn't understand English, you didn't understand all that was being said. But you kept exposing yourself to English, you kept listening, you kept paying attention, you kept reading, you kept watching the videos or the TV shows or the movies. And over time, little by little, you've gotten more and more comfortable and confident in your ability to understand. Draw on that confidence and say, I've done it before. I've experienced the discomfort of not feeling like I get it, not feeling like I have that skill set yet, but I knew that if I just kept exposing myself to it and I kept doing the thing and taking those steps, that I build skill in that area. All right, so I want to encourage you to get into that mindset of I'm going to speak up, And it's going to be a little uncomfortable for me, but I'm going to slowly build out, okay, start with speaking in places that are a little more safe. And then I'm going to build that out and step out a little bit more and a little bit more into more discomfort and a little bit more discomfort so that you can expand your ability to speak to a variety of people in a variety of situations, in a variety of topics you know that practice more done more and more consistently is what's going to bridge that gap between understanding and being able to speak it now i wish i could give you just a really quick fix that it's oh if you just do this this and this it's going to bridge that gap really fast all right and you know there's definitely programs you can do and and teachers you can get and things that you can do to kind of help speed up the process, but there is no substitute for practice and just doing it over and over and over again, all right? So find a rhythm, find a process that works for you. What little thing can you put into your routine every day that will give you a little bit more and a little bit more practice? How can you speak up a little bit more? So just like with the piano, You know, my kids, they take piano lessons, they have a teacher that they work with once a week, and then in between, I make them practice for 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day. Are they 100% perfect and consistent with it? No, but we do it more often than we don't, and through that consistent practice, I know that we have a system in place. I know that they're going to go to their lessons every week, and I know that they are going to get their practice in, their 15, 20, 30 minutes of practice in regularly throughout the week, and for the next months and years as we continue that process, they're going to grow and they're going to improve in their ability to play the piano. Now I've had it where I've, you know, we've started with one piano teacher and we've we've continued with that until it's like, oh, they're not making as much progress as they could. And so let's switch teachers and get a new perspective. Did they make growth and progress with that first teacher? Yes, definitely. But I saw a point where it's like, oh, okay, they may need something different at this point. So I'm going to change. Teachers, I'm going to shift this. I'm going to, instead of just 15 minutes a day, we're going to expand that to 20 minutes and then 20 minutes to 30 minutes and get even more practice in that time. But I know that if I keep that routine with them, that over time, they're going to keep building and growing. I want you to put the same same system into practice for yourself say okay i have these these lessons that i'm doing or i have this program that i'm doing whether it's pronunciation pro or another english program or english teacher if you put a system into place and practice in between you know you have a a set practice schedule then you know you can feel confident in the fact that Over time, as I'm consistent with this, I will grow, I will improve, right? It is just a science. It's just a fact. (laughs) This is how you grow and improve in these muscle motor movements or training the muscles in your mouth to move and your brain to recall vocabulary is with this consistent practice. Now, I always say with my students, you know, there's three things that I really emphasize in this process that I want them to get into is when they join Pronunciation Pro, it's like, okay, you're gonna watch the video lessons. This is like going to your teacher and getting the lessons, getting that knowledge, okay? You're gonna watch the videos, you're gonna practice along with the videos, practice out loud along with my videos and kind of learn the skill that you need to learn. Step two is read out loud every single day with that deliberate practice. So in this situation, we're practicing pronunciation. We're practicing fluency. Um, And whether that's practicing out loud speaking with other people, practicing out loud reading, we are practicing daily out loud in some form. And if it's just five minutes a day, that's okay. We get into that routine. We get that process in place. So that you can be successful with that all right the third step is then coming to study groups or getting one-on-one lessons through our trainers here at pronunciation pro you're getting that help you're getting that feedback we're helping you kind of progress through it's like you know again going to a teacher and getting that that feedback from them and that process of watching video lessons learning the rules, getting familiar with it, practicing out loud every single day, and then coming to study groups and checking in and making sure that you're doing it correctly and being a part of a community that can help motivate you. We've found that those three pieces really help you create a system where as you do that consistently, you will be able to make improvements. So I want you to really think, what is your system for improving your spoken English? You've identified, oh, I don't speak as well as I understand. I want to bridge that gap. What exactly do I need to do on a daily basis? Or what system do I need to put into my routine throughout the week that will help me bridge that gap? How do I get more and more practice, more and more understanding, of spoken English so that that is something that I'm growing in. All right. I know you can do it. I know it's possible. And the opportunities that are available to you are endless as you do. I want you to really get clear on that picture of what your life will be like when your spoken English matches your understanding of English. When you can have that same level of just like, oh, I can say whatever I want to say in English without restriction, without being nervous, without kind of blanking on what words I want to use, that those words just come automatically because you've had so much practice. I remember my son, my son is 14 and he's been taking piano lessons probably since he was 8. And he recently got to a point, I guess in the last year or two, he got to a point where he said, now playing the piano is not just a lot of work. It's really just so much fun (laughs) because I know that I can take any piece of music and I can sit down with it. And in a matter of, you know, a few days, sometimes a few hours, or a few days, or a few weeks, as I practice it, that I will be able to play it beautifully. And it's just a fun process for me now. And I want that same experience for you in your spoken English. That yes, it does take some work and determination and consistency in in that process of speaking up and practicing and learning and growing. But at some point, it is going to get to a to a place where it's not a burden. It's not hard work. It's just fun. It's fun and it's freeing and it's just exciting to be at that level of English fluency and being able to say what you need to say and not have it be a barrier, okay? So get that picture in your head and say, okay, I want that. That is what I want to achieve. What process needs to be in place so, that I can build the skill in order to get there. All right. As always, we are here at Pronunciation Pro to support you in this journey of your spoken English, to gain clarity, to gain confidence. Um, so, reach out to me at Annie at PronunciationPro.com. And you can go to PronunciationPro.com at any point, and there's a contact us. And, you know, tell me about yourself. Let me know what it is that you're working on and what you need and what support we might be able to give you or any recommendations that we may have. The more we learn about you and your situation, the more that we can help. And we are just in the, the process of just gathering as many people as possible because as we gather you and we help strengthen your voices and we get your voices out into the world, our world, world becomes better. And I love that vision of just everyone speaking up, that there's no more just staying quiet, that you're all speaking up, you're sharing your ideas and, and going out and being this amazing influence in the world through your voice. All right, thank you for joining me today and we'll see you again next time, bye. Your voice is important and needs to be heard. If you're ready to speak English clearly and with greater confidence, I invite you to join me at pronunciationpro.com.